Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie creator interview. It is your Capes Crusader, Cody, and we are keeping it geekly with our brand new friend, Robert Kearse. Uh, I don't know why I, st I like was so focused on saying the, the last name right that I, I stumbled on Robert. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> welcome to the stream, man. We are getting ready to break down Turner Family Terrors 1 through 3. The Suburban Slayers are back. Uh, his current Kickstarter, that is running live right now, and everything in between. Welcome. How are you doing? And thank you for coming by, man. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is great. I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. We are rocking and rolling along with our month on um, Kickstarter. We mm -hmm. are now, uh, this is like day 29 out of uh, 31, so I'm a little exhausted, but okay. um, I uh, had a couple of uh, shots of espresso, and uh, <laughs> I'm ready to uh, to geek out a little bit and hey. finish finish, finish uh, the Kickstarter, and then on Saturday I'll probably uh, sleep in. So, so, how many uh, uh, Kickstarters have you done up to this point? Would you say? So this is this is my fourth Kickstarter. All right. Um, the first one I uh, I brought a, um, a short film, a horror film that I made um, called The Crows of Culver, and then um, after that I I released issues one and two of Turner Family Terrors. And the last campaign, we doubled our audience and doubled our funding. And this one, we have the most backers we've um, ever had, and we're getting close to our, our funding all-time record. So it's it's good. We're That's getting so cool. uh, we're getting the word out, and people are reading the book <laughs> and laughing at some jokes. And so it's uh, it's good. It's all good fun. So. What was your uh, your your movie? You said you did a horror movie. Like, what was that about? And uh, did uh, did you see a lot of that like crowd like come over to the comic side of things? I, yeah, a little bit. You know, when um, you know, I I have been a, a television editor for the past um, two decades, and so I have been um, like helping tell other people's stories. It's been a very creative career. But when I hit 40, I thought that, you know, I had been writing stories and, um, you know, I just wanted to start producing some of my own, some of my own work. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the first uh, project I worked on, it was a short film called um, The Crows of Culver. And it was like a verite, um, a little uh, uh, 15 minute film, kind of a, a personal family uh, nightmare. Mm -hmm. um, and um, that film uh, did really well. We went to a bunch of film festivals and uh, it was sort of like my first time getting into, it was my first Kickstarter and it was one of those things. It was just kind of like, what is this crowdfunding? And I was a little, yeah. nervous, I was a little nervous about it. And I just, it's one of those things you get a, a point in your life where you just kind of like, screw it. I'm, I'm no fear and mm -hmm. just kind of go for it. And, and so we did our first Kickstarter and I kind of, I didn't know what the hell I was doing at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it was cool. It was, it was a good experience. Um, and then we eventually uh, released our, our first issue of Turner Family Terrace. Basically with that short film, I, I I wrote a bunch of stuff, but we were unable to 
Um, we were able to pull off maybe half of what I wrote and the other half sort of was on left on the cutting room floor. And I had all these stories and anecdotes and all these really crazy over the top situations that revolved around a suburban family and how they kind of navigate their own dysfunction, but in sort of a horror setting. Mm -hmm. And I soon figured out that like the place that I needed to, to tell that story was in, was with a graphic novel and with uh, comic books. It was just like, it was obvious that, you know, it, as long as I could work with an artist and kind of like figure out the whole process of making a comic book, like I could, I could tell those stories. I could sort of let my imagination go wherever it wanted to go. And I could just tell whatever kind of crazy story because, I want. Because like, you, you don't have to worry about like uh, props, right? You don't have to worry about props. You don't yeah. have to worry about budgets. You could have worlds explode. You yeah, could like, have crowd uh, scenes. Actors so. and you don't have to worry about paying for actors and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, it, it, it was, it, it was really nice to kind of just let my imagination uh, run wild and um, kind of just tell whatever story I wanted to tell. And so, uh, and people, when they read Turner Family Terrors, they'll, uh, they'll get it, they'll, they'll get that uh, sense, you know. That's it, so awesome. It's, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of out there. So what was that creative <laughs> process like, uh, you know, from writing a script like that to writing something like a comic, you know, like how different was it for you? Uh, having that ability to kind of just do what you wanted now. Um, well, for me, the fun thing about writing my first book a, a few years ago, it was it was like the challenge of figuring it out because I can't draw. And so I was always kind of, I would ask people, I was like, how the hell do you make a comic book if you can't draw? Like what's that you, you can't do it, right? And then I realized you could. And then for me, I'm... I am not really afraid to ask questions. Mm -hmm. And so I will go into my uh, local uh, comic book shop and uh, I I would just start asking questions at, at cons as well and free comic book day and just telling people, you know, I, I want to do this. I want to like adapt my stories mm -hmm. um, to, the, uh, to the comic book uh, medium. Like, how do I do it? And um, I just got some great advice. I got a, some great advice from, I'll give a shout out to Chris at um, Pulp Fiction Comics in uh, Culver City. Um, she, just, she handed me a flyer um, and I took a class that was taught by a former a DC editor, uh, Jim Higgins. And I learned a lot in his comic book writing class. And uh, I got turned onto a Facebook group called uh, Connecting Writers with Artists. Okay. And I, and I highly recommend that group. You know, it's, it's cool. You go on that site and you can post, just post what your project is, what your budget is, and you'll get the next day, you know, a dozen, two dozen artists from around the world and you might be able to find one that works for you and you can, you know, be off to the races. Yeah, for me, that's, that's cool. Yeah, so so I, that was, and now it's where I found my artist. I found my artist, his name is uh, Alexander Bozic Ski. Uh, his nickname is Ski, I call him Ski. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the more I looked into his work, he did, he did a really fantastic book called um, The Adventures of Cordelia Swift. It was written by Matt Garvey. 
And when I saw that book, um, you know, it had like a really rich, uh, grave scale, black and white kind of noir, moody look to it. But the characters were also, it was a little uh, lighthearted with the mm -hmm. uh, illustrations. And so I knew that that's like, that was the look I wanted to, I wanted to go, uh, to have for Turner Family Terrors. I needed to have that kind of, you know, black and white, you know, is a monster lurking in the shadows yeah. kind of feel, <laughs> but also they need, he, someone needed to draw the humanity and uh, of the family mm -hmm. and really kind of uh, capture that. And so I contacted Ski and we have, He's in uh, Novi Sad, Serbia, and we have had a collaborative relation, creative relationship for two and a half, three years. That's awesome. And I have never spoken to him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and one day uh, I will, uh, I'll, I'll uh, call him and uh, we'll chat and uh, it'll be amazing. One day I'll go to Serbia and give him a big fat hug. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's been, it's been good. So, you know, I just, just started down the process, you know, just mm -hmm. uh, learning how to write a script. And I just, I, I studied a lot of scripts, but then I just asked Ski, I was like, well, how do you want me to, to write a script for you? And so I learned, I'm a very detail oriented guy. So I, I read a lot of stuff on the page, a lot of uh, description, um, panel descriptions and, uh, I also add in like hyperlinks to images that inspire me. That's a good idea. Um, I I um, I also create a thumbnail uh, sketches, uh, and I put links to that in there. Mm -hmm. And so I fill up my page. I fill up my page all sorts of stuff with like everything that's in my head. But then, like at a certain point, what I learned pretty early on is that I just let go, and I and I give the script to him, and I basically give the comic to him. And it's now his baby and I trust him and he does an amazing job. And so I really lucked out hooking up with Ski and um, yeah, I just got some pages back for issue four, uh, like two days ago. Okay. And like, I'm in the heart of the Kickstarter right now. So I'm like out there mm -hmm. hustling and uh, trying to let everybody know to pre-order my book. But it was just really nice. For, I got I got uh, seven or six more pages of sketches for um, issue four, the one that'll come out um, uh, in six months or so. And it was nice to kind of have that creative, uh, you know, experience or just yeah. like, look look at this stuff and be like, oh, yeah, well, this is what it's about. Like I'm seeing my story come to life. And uh, so I gave him notes, there weren't that many, and sent it back to him. And uh, yeah, so I'm just I, I'm just rambling. Uh, no, now. you're fine. So That's like, that uh, interviews are supposed to be twenty percent <laughs> me, eighty percent you, right? Like, you know, I can handle that. So, uh, so what's what's your idea of horror? Like, what makes a good horror to to you? Like the elements of it, you know? Because there's so many different examples out there, right? Like, so what what to you would be horror done correctly? Well, you know, there's just like, there's like classic horror that just scares the hell out of you. You know, my favorite film was probably The Shining. Um, right now I'm trying to figure out, it's interesting because I have kids and my son is 10 years old. And so I'm trying to figure out some of these films 
that are like touchstones for me. When when can I show them? What can I have that yeah, experience, right. experience with my son? <laughs> I don't know how old, how old your your kids are, but if they they get to a certain point and like there's one film like Jaws, I want it, I need to figure out like when can I show when can I watch Jaws with my kid because there's like the kid gets eaten. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's such an interesting like concept, isn't it? Like because I, my my daughter's turning ten uh, in August, and then my okay. my other son's five, and then my other son's four. So it's it's like one of those things like where you were probably you know I was like I was like five or six watching Child's Play as yeah. a kid. And it's like, that's not something I would want my little sons yeah. watching. Um, but it's like, you know, at what point, I don't know, like maybe my horror taste was because I was introduced to it as a kid. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. It, it's such a, a really skinny, yeah, I tight was, rope. Yeah. I went back in 1980 when I was five, my uh, family was the first family on the block that got cable. So we had HBO and Showtime when those channels were like in their infancy and just mm -hmm. kind of like figuring it out. So they would they would put on, you know, the, the classic movies and popular movies, but they would also put on weird stuff from like trauma releases. And so I would see all sorts of just crazy, <laughs> scary stuff. The one that comes to mind for me is a, a film called The Children. Do you, do you remember? Have you ever seen that? Uh, the only children I can think of is Children of the Corn. Yeah, so this is a, an obscure movie, and I was five years old, and it just scared the hell out of me. It's like a, a school bus full of children. They drives by a, a nuclear plant that's having like a radiation leak, and they all become like zombies. Okay. And one by one, they the parents are trying to find their children, and they, <laughs> they, they, a kid will pop up, and it'll be like, Mommy, Mommy. And they'll hug their uh, parents, and the parent will just disintegrate in front. Oh, of Oh, that's awesome! That is awesome, so, though. So I was, I was, I was like look, watching that stuff, and um, but but to get back to the comic, like I think for me and horror, horror now, I I love to be scared, but I love to laugh. Mm -hmm. So for me, horror comedy is really kind of my jam, and um, my main you know, influences like films growing up like um monster squad mm -hmm. and um the biggest influence for me is mel brooks's young frankenstein and it's really that kind of uh classic black and white horror uh, comedy or horror look crossed with uh, an absurd over-the-top uh, comedy mm -hmm. like that's that's really what i'm going for with my film or with my uh, comic and for me my comic uh uh the story the kind of over-the-top story is about a, a, a suburban family uh that's trying to um, navigate their own uh, dysfunction and traverse the pitfalls of parenthood yeah. So yeah. So for me, it's like a it's like a personal story. Mm -hmm. um, I always tell people that I am just like a bumbling dad that is uh, <laughs> trying his best to not uh, piss off his wife and screw up his kids. So uh, for me and Turner Family Terrors, I get to um, write uh, about my stories. I yeah. get to joke around about my anecdotes about my own frustrations, uh, about my sadness, about my joys. Um, but more importantly, I get to 
uh, lean into the humor. I get mm -hmm. to highlight those inappropriate situations that we all as parents, like we find ourselves in. Oh God. Yes. And I, and I get to really like crank that humor up to 11, but with Turner family terrors, I get to layer on top monster stories mm -hmm. and myth and mystery and action adventure and urban fantasy but also like dick jokes and and uh spit takes you know so uh so you roll all that up and smoke yeah. it and uh that's uh <laughs> that's turner family terrors so we have uh olivia claire and dad uh also known as dc horn fellow facebook group member here um elena over on twitch saying hi hello elena welcome to the stream hello. if you got any questions feel free to ask and then we have David Schmeling over on YouTube saying, Hello, everyone. I love grotesque humor. This comic sounds exciting. Yeah, that is awesome. This comic does sound exciting. Sweet. Great to see you guys. I'm trying to toggle between uh, the chats and stuff. And so uh, <laughs> you're fine. And, you're fine. And not lose my train of thought. But, uh, All right. So uh, let's start breaking things down a little bit before diving into the Kickstarter. Uh, you know why why the suburban area you know what what drove you to that kind of premise you were breaking up a little bit there is it why why the suburban area? yeah 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 is what drove you to using uh, the suburban areas uh your uh concept i mean that was pretty simple it was it, it was i i draw um, a lot of my influence from my own family and from my own experience and so i uh it, it was easy for me to kind of have that as a, as a starting point mm -hmm. and be able to write these stories. When I have people read uh, the the issues, the one thing that they're telling me now, even though it's you know it's funny and it's you know, scary a little bit and it's and the art is is great, but they talk about how um, they relate to the family and they can they can like get that's a, awesome get a sense of the. Uh, so the, sort of the heart of the story mm -hmm. and um, and that's really that's when I when I started making the comic I knew that's what I wanted to do like I had a few different ideas um, where and I had a different project that I was developing and I had this grandiose world mm -hmm. but I didn't quite have the heart of the story nailed down and so with Turner Family Terror, Terrors I had that heart of the story I had I knew exactly what I wanted to do with our main characters and i knew i could make them real and make them funny and make them annoying mm -hmm. and just do an entertaining um and so uh so I, when i was weighing those two ideas i quickly kind of put on the shelf this other thing that i had been workshopping for about nine months and i, I said i'll hold off on that i'm gonna run with this other story because it's very, it's coming very natural. It's like yeah. it's very natural to um, tell the story of a f you know four members of a family that love each other but are constantly pissed off at each other, <laughs> and and then and I I just love playing with that whole theme. You know, it's like our families are the people that we would like kill for. But they drive us the most crazy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> so you got a you got a boy and a girl. I do. Yeah. That, my 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 favorite thing is like always like 
uh, one, one moment they're being nice, they're being cool. I caught my daughter, she she wanted to do like a rainbow reading club where she was like teaching them how to read. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Uh, and then they're like stomping on each other and it's like, oh my God, please stop. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, we have uh, J. Michael Miller over on YouTube saying the grotesque and the geekly. Welcome on by Jay. How are you doing? <laughs> Uh, so let's start breaking down issue one kind of give us a little bit of a you know a little bit of a, a summary on it like what to expect with it um, well issue one is where I, basically for the first two issues of, of the series we uh, we get to know um, the Turner family we have a good bit of um, origin stories um, for our characters and in the first issue we kind of follow um, the mom uh, Laura Turner, um, she uh, has found, uh, you know, a modicum of happiness as a mm -hmm. mom, uh, suburban mom, but <laughs> her her husband is, uh, uh, gets fired from his job, so she has to go back um, into the workplace and she, she gets a job at the local Cold War Museum. Uh, and um, this is one of the places that I kind of take from my own personal experience. I lived mm -hmm. down the street from the Venda Cold War Museum. And so when I would uh, kind of walk around the halls of the museum, you would see just some really interesting um, Soviet era artwork mm -hmm. and East German like espionage gadgets and also gifts that were given to Soviet leaders from other um, uh, presidents of state. There was a, a sword that was given to some, uh, I think Gorbachev. It was a sword um, uh, given by uh, Saddam Hussein. And it was just like really interesting, all this stuff that I would see there. And I just thought to myself, man, this would be a fantastic place to kind of kick off yeah. a comic. And then the ideas just kept flowing from That's there. Awesome. I, I thought, you know, what if um, our um, heroine, uh, Laura, what if she works there? And then what if she stumbles across uh, an apocalyptic plot devised by a ragtag gang of Russian uh, monsters that are, <laughs> that are pulled from uh, Russian folklore? And... Um, so then I started doing a bunch of research on Russian monsters and, you know, you have some that are more familiar, like the Baba Yaga, and then you have some that are a little bit more obscure, like the Vadnya Boy, which is like the fr a frogman, mm -hmm. and then you have like uh, the Vila Samadiva, which is like uh, an ethereal maiden. And so, excuse me, so when I, I, so I kind of had a few of them that were like based in... Um, like uh, Russian folklore. But then mm -hmm. I thought, you know, I'm just going to come up with some of my own. And so I just like made up a bunch of uh, other monsters that kind of fill out our ragtag gang um, of ghouls. Uh, so uh, what are, what are some ahead. of those monsters? Uh, some of those examples. So what I've, I have the ghost of Stalin who sort of pops up and he's kind of <laughs> comic relief. Um, I have a, uh, in issue one, we have a like a Russian lumberjack who mm -hmm. tur turns into a bear, a massive fifty foot tall bear monster, <laughs> and some uh, some bad unfortunate things happen to that guy. Um, and then we also have like a, a demented cosmonaut monkey 
Uh, I like, like that the, though. The, yeah, the Russians, they never used, they didn't use monkeys, they used dogs. Yeah. And so uh, their famous dog was called Laika. And I just wanted to use, I just wanted to draw monkeys instead of dogs. So I took a little bit of creative license with mm-hmm. that. So we have uh, a cosmonaut monkey called, Spl- <laughs> called Splika instead of, instead of Laika. And uh, so in, in, in the, and Yuri Gagarin, I think, pops up and we kill him off at some point in the story. But uh, it's just like, so that was an issue one and our, uh, you know, we get to meet the family and Mm -hmm. we start to lay the seeds actually pretty soon for a character that we're going to see in issue three, um, a character called the professor. And I'll, I'll talk about him in a second. But so the Turners, they um, thwart our villains' um, dastardly plans in issue one and, and then they're on the, they find themselves on the run on the run Ooh. from uh, these uh, monster morons. And uh, <laughs> they, uh, so they end up, the next issue, they end up in Roswell, uh, New Mexico. And let me see if I have, do I, oh, where is it? Is it around here? Oh, here it is. So this is our issue two. And this was a cover that was illustrated by Easton Hawk. Oh, that's gorgeous, yeah. And he's back with us for issue three. And so um, heading to Roswell, you know, I needed to get them from uh, Los Angeles to Ithaca, New York. And so Roswell in issue two seemed like the um, perfect spot for us to um, stop over. I I have screened a couple of my uh, films um, in Roswell, New Mexico at the Roswell uh, Film Festival there. And I flew out one year for the film festival. So I got to check it out and talk with everybody there. And so um, when I was writing issue two, I was like, okay, that's where it's going to be. And then obviously with all the aliens, mm-hmm. <laughs> the mythology there, I was like, okay, well, where can I take my characters? And so in issue two, we have our backstory of um, Bob Turner and the daughter, little Sophia. And for Bob, uh, the whole alien thing um, gets pretty real for him. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah, yeah, you're but, fine, you're fine. But yeah, so so we, we have some fun with that. And, um, and then also at the end of issue two, we have this big reveal of um, little Sophia and so, and that's really like what we discovered issue two, kind of s- setting off the entire series, you know, volume one, volume two, whatever, whatever however long it lasts. Like mm-hmm. at the end of issue two, that's where you get, you kind of know, okay, so this is the deal. And this is what they're going to have to deal with both externally with, um, you know, Russian monsters or whoever they run across, but more importantly, importantly like internally. They're dealing with all these like internal s- struggles. Each one yeah, of our char- yeah. each one of our characters has like a, either a curse or a, a superpower or just or something just really messed up about them. <laughs> and and so what's fun with the first two issues, we kind of like get a sense of we figure out what what that is for mm-hmm. for most of them. Um, yeah, and then that's that sort of cues up issue three. And issue three, and issue three is where they finally make it to uh, Ithaca, New York. Basically, 
Laura Turner, um, when she was a child, she was trained to be the next great monster slayer. Like she had tutors and who taught her martial arts and swords, sword play and espionage and all that good stuff. And it's because her dad is uh, a character. His name is uh, Professor Ezra Brahms. He's mm-hmm. the mis- mysterious professor. And he is a world famous uh, monster slayer and um, sociopath and all, <laughs> all, all around, all around uh, lousy dad. Man, you got some and, beef with your father-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I, I have told, uh, I have told my father-in-law that, uh, but there might be a little bit of him in, the, in this character, but mostly it's a, a, a combination of uh, Sean Connery in uh, Indiana Jones mm-hmm. and the Last Crusade, uh, mixed with uh, Hugh Hefner, mixed with uh, like Burt Reynolds from like the 1970s. So, uh, so that guy's he's a lot of fun. He's he's a lot of comic relief and. Um, and we finally get to meet the guy. Like it's, it was interesting set, putting these little seeds, like mm-hmm. just like one line about the guy in issue one and issue two. And then now we have, have, have him show up in issue three and, um, yeah. So it's, it, it's just Laura, like the big thing for Laura is that she, she doesn't want to be anywhere near this guy. She hasn't seen him in 20 years. Her kids have never met him. And she just knows that if she gets anywhere near him, like, the, her dad is going to try to manipulate her kids and try to turn them into some sort of side, you know, sideshow. And mm-hmm. like, um, she doesn't want that, but unfortunately, they don't. They don't have anywhere else to turn to, and so they've made this trek back to his uh, Downton Abbey esque castle uh, in, uh, <laughs> in in Ithaca. And um, yeah, and what's fun is for issue three, half the issue is the sort of um, kind of explosive uh, confrontation between mm-hmm. Laura and her dad. And then half the issue is uh, like husband, like Bob Turner, he knows there's going to be some crazy stuff going down between his wife and his father-in-law. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to like take, I'm going to head out for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you would do? Like you'd be like, all right, I'm going to get uh, some fresh air. You guys uh, take care. <laughs> so, uh, so he, he uh, is walking around the campus and goes to the bar and has a beer there. And that is where uh, he is, excuse me, he is seduced by one of our um, uh, our, myst- our, our uh, Russian uh, villainous uh, diva, and um, she takes it upon herself to uh, uh, kind of go after Bob Turner. And it, this this was fun for me to write because it it was it, it was me very much like reminiscing about one of my favorite movies, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, the whole like Christy Brinkley, yeah, who like drives up in the Ferrari like every 15 minutes, and then the dad is just sitting there with his tongue hanging out, and there's just like this temptation there, which is funny. And mm-hmm. so I get to, um, I get to play with that. Yeah, in this, yeah. In this uh, uh, issue, so we so we like have some uh, like. Uh, 
like a little sex, little sex appeal to mm-hmm. the issue, as as well as this sort of crazy, over the top battle between Laura and her dad, and it just it it was just a really exciting issue. We're just I'm just really glad, and I'm excited to to share it with everybody. We've sort of been building up to this, yeah, and it's been kind of hard to talk about the series without kind of giving everything away. And now we're revealing more stuff, and now mm-hmm. we've got this really exciting um, third issue. Um, so, uh, and then at the end of issue three, we have our big cliffhanger and our big reveal, and um, and that's yeah. And that has this been the first time that issues three uh, has been available? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this cool. is the first time that issue three, yeah, the, the third issue has been available. And with our Kickstarter right now, we have issues one, two, and three um, available. Um, we've got some great covers. Mm-hmm. And I uh, one thing I wanted to mention, I, I kind of I keep forgetting this, but I like to add like value to the Kickstarter. Like when we first, our first Kickstarter, our digital copy of issue one was like 10 bucks. And then for our second, uh, um, issue our digital copy for issues one and two was 10 bucks and then for this um kickstarter our digital like one two and three i just i kept it at 10 bucks yeah you know? like so now it's like whereas in the first campaign you had like 32 pages for that price point like now you get like 88 mm-hmm. or 90 pages that's a good price yeah and so i just i just want to share this share the story and that always is a little pet peeve of mine is like trying you know if there's a third issue is like trying to track down some of the other stuff mm-hmm. um and so i i just wanted to have that there and just continue to kind of give value to my new readers yeah that's really cool fans. that's an easy way to kind of get them caught up too yeah get them caught up and then if they want um you know the the, the their you know to, to, to get a physical copy you know we've we, this is the first campaign that we have uh, three of uh, 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 covers, mm-hmm. our main cover, and then we've got our two variants. So, and you can get all those um, issues, and we've got bundles for those. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, let's let's check it out uh, real quick. Though we have David Schmeling asking question to Robert: How much do you think of the story? Uh, how much do you think the story of your comic might branch out into the future? Well, we already have issue four is halfway um, uh, drawn right now. And so that that will be uh, com- uh, completed in uh, a month or two. Mm-hmm. And um, I already know I'm writing volume two right now. But volume one is like, that, it's the four, four issues. Four issues is volume one. And when I wrote it, like I that's the the story arc ends after 120 plus pages so yeah so it's on like a personal level it's kind of cool because i set out on this journey to like do that to like make to 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 have a trade have 120 plus page graphic novel and we are at about 105 pages and then we also did a short story. We did a short story that was in the Nightmare Theater 2 horror anthology. 
um, that was the editors, uh, David Schrader and Clay Adams. I'll give a shout out to Clay. Clay is on Kickstarter right now, like one more day with uh, Pregnant Bitches of War. And so <laughs> everybody go check out Pregnant Bitches of War. And uh, I think I've heard a- that just because of how catchy the name is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the most... Uh, it's the scandalous name in uh, the comic book uh, game. And, uh, <laughs> Clay is hilarious. He's he's my favorite creator of any creator. And so so check check out Clay. Um, but yeah, you know I I I know where we're going uh, to answer the uh, the question. I know where we're going in volume two. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're gonna do another volume. And then for me, me and my wife are like addicted to British um, television shows. So, and they always have like a uh, Christmas special that pops up. So yeah, yeah. I think in between volumes, I might do a, a Christmas special. That Just is to, awesome. Uh, I love it. <laughs> that way I can like uh, bang out a, a quick one and, and uh, pay, uh, pay homage to uh, all my favorite uh addictive uh, British shows that my wife and I uh <laughs> We have uh, David saying uh, you have a lot coming up. This is really cool. Yeah, I think it's really awesome, too. Um, for anyone that's just tuning in, we are taking a look at Tuner Family Terrors 1 through 3. The Suburban Slayers are back. A new comic starring monster slaying, foul mouth, bumbling adventurers, the Turner family. Think the Simpsons meet the Hellboy, or meets Hellboy, excuse me. 6,234 out of 3,000. Congratulations on doubling your funding once again. 168 backers with 46 hours to go let's do it man yeah Um, how you feeling you're you know you're right you're in the end game you're under two days you know what's your thoughts what's your feelings right now i feel good i feel good like um we we shot out of the gate uh we got funded in 72 hours um we've gone past um four stretch goals or another we have another stretch goal that's looks like it's about 200 bucks away 266 or so um, away from getting that. And um, we have the most backers that we've ever had. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. And it's it's great. Um, and for this campaign, we've uh, we've gone out and we've talked with a lot of people. We've we've gone on some podcasts, we've been live streams and We've just we've just been getting a lot of great reception from people that have read the book, and um, they're they're laughing their ass off, you know. So, uh, so like, what, what is this uh, that we're looking at right here? What are you what are you looking at? Yeah, right here, this uh, like toad frog looking uh, creature. That, so that's a so that's a Vadiavoy. That is our uh, our uh, character uh, mm-hmm. Iggy, and I love he, the name. <laughs> <laughs> It's Igor, they call him Iggy. Mm-hmm. And um, this illustration is uh, done by um, Easton Hawk. He is a uh, wonderful artist who, uh, he's really a master of American like cryptid illustrations. I have, I don't know if you can see, I have, I'm wearing one of his shirts right now. And if I can do that, like. There. Yeah, that's awesome. That, is, that looks cool. That is the Mothman of West Virginia, and so, <laughs> uh, uh, so I love working with Easton. He, if you scroll down, well, I was gonna say bit, if this is a trailer, we can watch it real quick if you'd like. 
it, this video is like two two minutes. That's fine. Two and a two and a half minutes. Do you want to you wanna watch it? Yeah, if, if you want to, that's hundred and ten yeah, sure. percent fine with me. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Let's, let's uh, do we it. just won't be able to hear you on the other end uh, if you try to talk. Okay, I won't talk through it. You can just play it. Hello Kickstarter, my name is Robert Krish and I am the writer and creator of Turner Family Terrors. Think The Simpsons meets Hellboy. I'm thrilled to be back here on Kickstarter once again for the third installment of the Turner Family Saga. This is going to be our most ambitious campaign ever and we are super excited to share it with you. Serbian illustrator Ski Bosic is back and this time around we have three amazing covers. Our main cryptid cover A, illustrated by Image Comics' Easton Hawk. Our Art Nouveau Rare Variant Illustrated by Fried Comics Kyle yeah, Roberts. Yeah, that's really gorgeous Colored too. by the savage Sasquanaut himself, Wes Hartman. Finally, our Kickstarter exclusive Cthulhu Attacks Variant by Mandrel P.I.'s Carlos Trigo. TFT is a horror comedy family adventure starring a sweet, suburban, but utterly dysfunctional Turner family as they are tasked with saving the world from a ragtag gang of monster morons. But at the heart of the story lies a family desperately trying to navigate their own dysfunction and traverse the pitfalls of parenthood. And in that regard, it's a personal story for me because I too am a bumbling dad trying my best not to piss off my wife and screw up my kids. Prefer your horror comics with an unhealthy dose of humor, akin to What We Do in the Shadows, Shaun of the Dead, Monster Squad, or Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein? You're gonna dig this comic. <laughs> the art for issue number three is 100% complete, and we are launching this Kickstarter to help pay our amazing art team and help fund the initial print run of our comic. If you're new to TFT, welcome. We have tiers that will catch you up. We'll also have exclusive prints, rare variant covers, and our backers can get themselves drawn into the comic, which is always fun. Yeah, One really fan cool recently too. described TFT as Rick and Morty crossed with Scooby-Doo, and I love that. Uh, there's definitely some naughty language floating around, so it is not the comic for your kids. Uh, you've been warned. Um, I would never let my kids read this comic. Dad, <laughs> I loved your comic book. It had so many F-bombs in it. Hey, Dad, issue two is awesome. I can't wait for issue three. Would you give me that thing? Do your kids actually read your comics? <laughs> no, no. They don't, they don't. I'll tell you about that in a second. That's yeah. funny, though. That's funny. So, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so... I um, I don't have uh, my kids haven't read my comic like this is this isn't a comic for kids like it's it's mainly like um, PG thirteen mm -hmm. fun you know but there are adult situations and there's a lot of f bombs floating around so uh, but my son came up with a funny bit and uh, we wrote something and so we, <laughs> we, we, we it runs in the family it looks like it right? runs in the family yeah. yeah he was like dad what if I I said you know uh, I, I come, I pop in, and I'm. We're looking forward to the next issue, and so, so, we, so we filmed that. But the funny thing is, is that when we were filming it, he had the comic in his hand, and he started reading it, 
And so like we're doing these takes and um, he, uh, I saw him reading it. And then at a certain point I had to like stop and I pulled it from him and he like, he saw like the one thing in um, issue one, which is kind of over the top mm -hmm. and uh, the one thing that's over the top. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was like, yeah. So I, I grabbed it from him there, but uh, no, but it's good. Yeah. It's, I, I always like, it was fun uh, doing that with them. You know, I always like being, um, trying to incorporate them on some level mm -hmm. into my creative endeavors, you know? And, uh, so that was fun, um, doing that. And yeah, this, this right here, what you're looking at is our main cover. If you want to scroll and, um, yeah. So Easton, uh, did our main cover here and, um, I always love having him do his like cryptid monster pinups. And then we always throw the Turner family in the background, um, like freaked out. Or... I just love this detailing. It is so remarkable. Just seeing yeah. like, the detailing of the bubbling of the flesh and everything. Yeah. His wrinkles, mm -hmm, like his wrinkles for everything is really nice. And then we have our variant cover. If you scroll down, And so this cover here um, was illustrated by uh, a wonderful artist, Kyle Roberts, and colored by Wes Hartman. And um, I found out about Kyle when I was reading uh, horror anthology Nightmare Theater uh, 1. Mm -hmm. um, he did the cover for that. And then I saw a pinup that he did for another comic book that he drew called The Blazing Blade of... Uh, Frankenstein. And it's again another comic by Clay Adams from Fried Comics. Definitely check out Fried Comics. And so um, the pinup that he did was like an Art Nouveau uh, pinup. And I, it kind of had my my imagination kind of ran wild. And I was like, you know what? I would love to do a Turner Family Terrors Art Nouveau variant cover. Yeah, this is gorgeous. And so I contacted him and I actually, you know, I backed their campaign. I backed their Kickstarter. That's one of the one of the nice things about Kickstarter is that sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they have like tiers where you can just like back them, and it says for however much money we'll collaborate with you and we'll do an art piece. Isn't it crazy, so, dude? That's so awesome. And, and so, then you ended up getting this. And so I got, ended up getting this. Yeah. So. That is like, and the great thing about that is that they have to work with you, you know, like if you back their tier, like they have to do it, you know, <laughs> it's not me tracking them down. And so, uh, we worked together, we collaborated. I had an idea and Kyle just took it to, this is gorgeous. Yeah. I took it to an insane level. And then I brought in Wes Hartman to color, color this. And so right now, um, Wes is a fantastic writer and creator. I don't know if you've ever met Wes, but he is, he's doing the, Sa uh, the Savage Sasquanaut. It's his comic book and it's on Kickstarter right now. And so for backers of both campaigns, TFT and the Savage Sasquanaut, you'll get a physical, physical backers, they'll get a five by seven mini print of this variant cover. Okay, that's so cool. And for digital, they'll get a digital high def copy of it. But it's just a nice kind of cross promotion mm -hmm. 
to, and it was interesting because it, it was a little bit different because most cross cross promotion prints have both characters in the print. And this one is kind of like, just like highlighting just a, a fantastic piece of work and highlighting Wes's like coloring skills. He's a yeah. really talented, he's been coloring professionally for DC and Marvel for, um, you know, 15 plus years. So it was really nice to work with him. I work with two great artists on one pinup. And this one uh, has just been resonating really well. People, you know. It's, so who are we uh, been... seeing right here? I know uh, I, I recognize the the monkey, but uh, who else are we seeing kind of like right here? So on the, that is Iggy again, our frogman. Then we have our villainous uh, diva mm -hmm. there. We have Spliker the, Spliker the monkey there. Over on the... Going around, we have uh, on the other side that is a new three new characters. Okay. In issue, in issue three. Okay. We have we have Reggie, uh, the nurse. He is like the nurse for uh, the professor, but he's actually like a, a hitman or bodyguard. Yeah, he looks way evil. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a good guy, but he kind of uh, in issue three he's he's a catalyst for some. Uh, shenanigans and uh but uh and then we have um the teaching assistant uh the ta mm -hmm. there the a little sexy sidekick for the uh professor <coughs> and then we have uh the professor there and then we have our the rest of the turners we have uh, El Crudo uh, over on YouTube uh, stopping and say what up in rad cover. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I love this cover so hey. much. The way like Thank the you. tentacles like wrapped around the leg and everything. Details just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. It's I was able to kind of tick off a lot of boxes with this. Working with two artists, kind of adding a little Lovecraft feel to it, um, playing homage, uh, homage to Edvard uh, uh, Muka. Um, with the Art Nouveau, um, so it was fun. It was fun. Um, and then we have our third cover here, which is uh, illustrated by another really talented artist, um, Carlos Trigo. And again, like when I was reading Nightmare Theater One Horror Anthology, I ran across a story called. Um, ahead of Joaquin mm -hmm. and I saw the art and I was like I love this I want to work with this guy <laughs> and then a week later I got my Kickstarter uh, rewards for another book called Mandrel P.I. Um, by my buddy uh, Christopher Brennage and it's another fantastic book and I saw the art and I said you know what I would I love the art I want to yeah. work with this guy and then it was about a week later when I was looking at my notes that I realized it was the same dude who I was. <laughs> and we have, so, uh, David uh, smelling on YouTube saying they uh, love the illustrations for these covers as well. Yeah, all these covers just look gorgeous. Which one would you say is your favorite? I I mean I love them all in their own way, um, but I think the Art Nouveau cover is probably is probably up there, and maybe just simply because I I worked with two artists on mm -hmm. this and so i was able to have that kind of collaboration on yeah. on, on two levels it looks and, gorgeous too um, 
So, um, yeah. So we're just really excited about our covers. This is the first time we've had three covers for our campaign. Mm -hmm. So it's been fun to kind of bundle them up and together and people are buying all three or people and people are buying issues one uh, and two mm -hmm. um, as add-ons we have our variant cover for issue two available and um, we also have uh, Nightmare Turner Family Terrors is going to be a uh, is a short story in the Nightmare Theater 2 anthology so I also have that as an add-on okay. so if you miss so if you miss that campaign you can pick up the 160 page. I think I have five, maybe 10 copies. I think two of them are already gone, but I have some, I have a few physical copies. I, I guess eight left and people can purchase those as well. So they can get everything, every place that Turner Family Terrors is in print, including picking up hundred, uh, an extra 160 page uh, anthology um with with this current campaign that's a lot of reading too that is awesome yeah so it's good again it's like just trying to put as much value into cram it into the kick <laughs> the kickstarter um uh, as i can mm -hmm. and then here's some uh what, what people are saying we have uh clay adams saying well crafted and hilarious i love the hell out of this book uh chanel is it chanel Seanel Gibbs yeah. uh, saying a deliciously dark and wild leave uh, wild family adventure super fun to read uh, Tyler James delivering madcap road trip adventures of the most dysfunctional family Turner family terrors almost defies description you simply have to buckle up tight and read the damn book and then we finished strong with Big Tim Styles when I saw that cover for issue two two drops of pee may have came out <laughs> <laughs> yes sir That's and then Big some Tim. of the some of the stretch goals so unlocked um, at four thousand five hundred comic upgrade, uh, you're upgrading the paper stock yeah, for so your we, print. Yeah, so we basically just uh, we upgraded uh, our paper stock um, for our comic, and we added uh, all the pinups and um, some of some of the other illustrations and some behind the scenes stuff in the back of our comic. We also added for our digital version; it, it expanded by several pages. We'll put, we'll put some. Uh, you know, a special thanks page in there, and some some more behind the scenes stuff. Um, at five thousand, we unlocked a, a mini print. We have, I I love working with our artists for our covers, but but I I use this as an opportunity to work with even more artists on like mm -hmm. pinups. And so for issue two, we worked with three pinup artists, and for issue three, we we worked with two pinup artists. Um, Lightning Strikes, uh, Marcus D. Newsome, and um, uh, Fent, a wonderful artist and great guy, uh, J.P. Harrington Jr. So now we have like a, a mini print library of uh, like seven now. And so wow, our backers, that's awesome. our backers, yeah. So we have those as five by seven mini prints, and we're going to give those, I'll sign those and number them, and we'll get those to our backers. Um, at 5,500, this was a treat for me. When I went to Roswell with my uh, uh, film, uh, uh, one of the films I edited uh, was called Earworm, and the producer was Billy Hansen. And Billy's done so much horror stuff, and he's got a feature that's coming out pretty soon. And he he did a did a bunch of he got a bunch of awards this year for uh, 
for an animated piece that he did. And uh, the short story uh, collection that he did a couple years ago is called Spider Season. And Spider Season 2 is coming out um, in a few months. And so I contacted him and all my backers are going to get the audio book. Oh, and that's awesome. And the PDF for Spider Season. So I, I'm really excited about that. And I'm ha happy for Billy. And he's just doing great stuff. And he, he also uh, writes for comic books. And about four or five years ago, I read some of his books. And that was, a, that was an inspiration for me to kind of get out there mm -hmm. and start doing it as well. Both Billy and Chanel are friends of mine. And they inspired me to kind of go out there and, and make some books. Um, and then we got some fun stuff unlocked at 6,000 and 6,500. And this is our preview of issue four. And so what's fun about this is that at the end of issue three, we've got this cliffhanger, right? Okay. Yeah. And so instead of like having to wait, you know, six months, nine months for the next issue, I already have seven pages of the next issue complete. That is right? awesome, dude. Yeah. So, so what I'm going to do is what we unlocked at 6,000, we unlocked four pages. And then the cold open for issue four is seven pages. So at 6,500, we're unlocking um, three more pages of story mm -hmm. and a, a pinup. I've already completed one pinup, and that's of the professor in his little tank running around um, killing zombies. So, <laughs> uh, so at the end of this campaign, I'll be able to give a digital eight page, hopefully if we get to 6,500, mm -hmm. eight page um, preview of issue four and readers can just kind of find out immediately <laughs> what yeah, happened so awesome. what happened at the end of issue three so so there's that we've also we had a milestone if you scroll down a little bit we we unlocked our 150 backer milestone bonus so for the final week any new backer um even for like a buck you know, if you back the campaign, then you'll receive 10, wow. um, 10 uh, digital uh, bonus. For even uh, a dollar? For even a dollar. Wow. You, you back for a dollar, you get the, the thing that we have. We have a family-friendly coloring book that we're offering for a dollar, and everybody can get also get 10 uh, comics. Mm -hmm. So but it's just another opportunity to bring more people, uh, fans into Turner Family Terrors. Check out the page, and um, you can also pick up uh, the digital uh, three issues for $10. And we did a process pack, a behind-the-scenes process pack, which was 120-plus page. Uh, digital process pack and for an extra five dollars you can get that so for 15 so for 15 that's another value tier too yeah, you get yeah. a two 200 plus pages of of content so um yeah so, so this is uh we're thrilled to be back on kickstart with turner family terrorist issue three the professor and adrenaline filled 28 page part black and white part technicolor horror show the uh, family, uh, excuse me, Turner Family Turners is a, the new comic starring monster slaying, foul mouth, bumbling adventures. The Turner Family think the Simpsons meet Hellboy. So uh, right here is just a little bit of what you're offering in this campaign. Mm -hmm. And then some of the preview, uh, some of the preview pages. So what are we seeing right here? So this is this is our uh, title page. This is four pages into our cold open for issue three. And this is the moment. This is the moment, you know, we've been building up to this for 60 pages and they finally uh, land at his uh, castle. 
And I think he's saying there, it was just a matter of time. I knew you'd come crawling back. Oh, God. And so, yeah. So, and of course, there's her eyes there and she's pissed off. Mm -hmm. And that kind of starts um, the issue. And then uh, we, you know, with our book, we're pretty liberal with our mm -hmm. F-bombs, but we are not, uh, we don't really have any nudity. Like that's not really our our jam a whole lot. Uh, but I wanted, like I was saying earlier, I wanted to have a little bit of sex appeal to it. Mm -hmm. So we have our villainous uh, diva um, who uh, seduces uh, um, our, our dad. And so this is just uh, one of uh, one of the panels that kind of gives you uh, a little taste of what mm -hmm. uh, what might be coming, and um, and then also in uh, issue three we have uh, another one of our origin stories, but this time it's we get to take a a, a deep dive with our villain. You know, like these bad guys, they're not just evil, you know, they're not just bad. Like there's a there's a reason they do what they do. And mm -hmm. so uh so we get uh we get to kind of examine that a little bit and maybe empathize just uh, a little bit with uh with those <laughs> I love uh, how sleazy he looks too. <laughs> so this is uh um we, this is one of our uh, monsters of our uh, Turner Family Terror uh, collection, and um, at the at the we'll scroll down to the bottom and we'll see a, a little bit more of that. Okay. But um, and then right here yeah. is just telling you who who's gonna love it. Basically, if you prefer horror comics with a, with an unhealthy dose of humor, Kinda, What We Do in the Shadows, Monster Squad, or Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein, this is for you. If you love an absurd family-driven uh, romp like National. National Lampoon's Vacation, The Simpsons, or Shit's Creek. You'll dig this comic, dude. I I love The Simpsons growing up. That's like one of my favorites. It's yeah. now on uh, Disney all thirty years. That's crazy. And it's, it's literally all my kids are watching, and so ninety eight percent of it's fine. Two percent of it is uh, I have to skip over. Like yesterday, yeah. <laughs> yesterday was the yesterday was the first time that when I was watching The Simpsons with my kids, that uh, Homer was uh, smoking out of a bomb. Okay. And my 10-year-old points to it and he goes, Dad, what's that? And so I said, oh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't it's know crazy. what that is. crazy. <laughs> I don't know what that it is. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, I'll see you later. And uh, I was doing, I was running around the house. But it was just kind of funny, you know, I talked to my 10-year-old and he's, He's so smart and such mm -hmm. a little gr little grown up, but then there are those moments that you know they remind you that you know they're still little kids. They're innocent, but yeah. yeah. But, but the Simpsons are amazing, um, and then a few other influences on there. I'm a big Mike Mignola fan, so um, you know the influences of Hellboy, Hellboy and a lot of stuff that he's done are in the pages. And then I'm, I'm a big fan of black and white comics. I love creepy, eerie, Tales from the Crypt. Um, I, I have, I'm reading, rereading the uh, Walking Dead. I just got 10 like hardcovers mm -hmm. uh, from a neighbor who was selling them for at a garage sale or something. So I picked those up. And so I'm, I'm a big fan of that. So you can, you can definitely see 
um, that. But my artist, you know, his, his one of his big influences is like Will Eisner, Contract with God. Uh, I'm also reading like um, uh, Habibi, another really great black and white book. So there's just there's a little sophistication, I mm -hmm. think, to to Ski's illustrations, um, a little Euro European uh, uh, flavor. So it's um, <laughs> it's a good uh, it's a good mix with my kind of American mm -hmm. um, over the top, heartfelt, uh, raunchy comedy. And then uh, here's the pitch. So snatch from the suburban life, the lovely dysfunction, uh, dysfunctional Turner family must confront an evil unleashed from the haunted Cold War Museum. The ghost of Stalin, Baba Yaga. Did I, did I say that right? Did I get that right? Yes. <laughs> and the gang of ghouls. Stalked by these demons, the Turners must embrace their innermost monster slayer, protect their cursed daughter, and save the world from utter madness before they drive each other completely crazy. Part Scooby-Doo, part Rick and Morty, 100% bonkers, adult horror, comedy, fun. And I love this little time lapse. Oh, this is gorgeous. I love this. This looks so awesome. Cool, yeah. Like Easton with his machine, he just records the stuff and a time lapse. And so <laughs> I always snag those and throw them wherever I can. It's just fun. You can see the process. It originally mm -hmm. started as a daytime scene and it had kind of a southwestern background. And then like the orange, the orange when it pops up on the on the screen right about uh here yeah and then i was like well why don't we try a night scene and then um yeah and then we switched mm -hmm. it to night so. and, uh, what are readers complaining or raving about so some uh reviews from readers as well uh if you if you want you can uh read a couple of your favorites um let's see here um from well from Allison Shelton, So Fun and Gross, Imagine a Family Guy episode written by George Romero. Uh, from Billy, my buddy Billy, it's rare to find a book that combines big action, biting humor, gross-out horror, and sweet fam family drama. The Turner Family Terrors does just that. TFT is an absolute blast. <laughs> and then uh, Christopher Brimage, he says, this is the comic you should be reading. Thank you, Christopher. It's a it's pinnacle monster of the week style entertainment and the perfect mix of humor and horror. Issue three is fantastic, and uh, the mon the monster matador is in here. I laughed so hard I forgot to scream. TFT is a perfect blend of horror comedy and family dysfunction. Yeah, Don't I love Steve. Steve. Steve is awesome. Oh yeah, Steve went on your show. He was yeah. the guy who uh, who emailed me a couple yes, weeks ago and yes, said sir. you got to go on go on go on Cody's show. Yes, sir. Let's go. So, yeah, the, uh, I love Monster Matador. It was awesome. And then the last one, I'll I'll give a shout out to David Schrader. He says delightfully demented, smart, silly, and subversive subversive satire. Turner Family Terrors is a profane joyride filled with monsters, aliens, and over-the-top action and all manner of family mayhem. A witty and wild romp, TFT delivers the comic goods. Let's go. That is awesome. So, yeah. So the artwork for issue three is 100% complete. Once our special thanks page is finalized, this baby is ready to ship. One quick note. The characters of TFT live in a PG-13 world. However, their salty language occasionally pushes this comic well into 
raided our territory. So while this might look awfully, awfully sweet, it's not the comic for your kids. And although we're pretty liberal with our F-bombs, nudity really isn't our thing. We try to keep things classy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, like I said, we try, try our best. best. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, so uh, you've also uh, contributed to Scout Comics, Marvel, Image, Dark Horse Comics, DC, Disney, and uh, Action Lab. That's awesome. My my art team and my editors, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they've done some great work. So I wanted to point that out. And then I the, I have a big long spiel here where I, uh, um, you know, just just give props to my team. And uh, give a shout out to Ski. Ski is our interior artist. Um, he's just done a lot of great stuff. My favorite being The Adventures of Cordelia Swift, Slave XYZ, mm-hmm. uh, Go to the Muge- Museum, Sex and Violence Anthology. And he's doing a lot of stuff now that he can't talk about quite yet. So um, he's just, it's just great. He's just a, such a professional and such uh just salt of the earth and that's awesome um then uh my buddy christopher angel uh who was the uh director of the wishmaster series uh horror series he he was my editor he's been on since issue one uh and uh he is like a master of story uh Mm -hmm. he's he just gives it to me straight out when things aren't working and i and i can fix stuff and that's and invaluable, it, right? Finding yeah. someone that's able to do that to you without, you know, that's willing to say, you know, what a lot of people would try to skirt around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for him, when I was talking to him with my first uh, project that I was getting ready to launch, that I'd been workshopping, he was just honest, and he was like, "I don't know if this one's ready." And and then I went with then I was developing Turner Family Terrors, and mm-hmm. then he was like, "Yeah, this is it." because it's like the heart is there. And so once the heart of the story and the characters are there, then all the other crazy stuff, like that's, you know, icing on, on top. Um, I, and then for issue two, uh, I met a Nicole, Nicole D'Andrea. Mm-hmm. And she has just done so much stuff in the indie community. And I, I always joke that at some point, Nicole's gonna teach me how to use a comma correctly (laughs) and uh she's been great to have on um just her wealth of knowledge for um comics is uh it's just impressive Mm -hmm. and um she she goes by the comic maven and she has her long running um article of series on comic frontline which is uh kickstart the week and we earlier this week we uh, did uh, we were featured on on that article? So um, yeah, That's Nicole awesome is great. Too, yeah. And then uh, if you scroll down, we, we talked about Easton and Kyle and Wes. We talked a little bit about um, Carlos. And then our two other artists are um, if you scroll down, JP Harrington, uh, who does. He does kind of a mix of like an anime washed with very vibrant, like neon colors. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of cool to throw Turner Family Terrors into an anime uh, environment. Yeah. Um, and then I met Marcus D. Newsom at a uh, 
free comic book day event um, a few years ago, and he did a Spider-Man um, il- uh, illustration for my son, and he signed his name, and I, ca- I-, I can't make out his signature. And so for like two years, I tried to figure out who it, who it was that did this amazing Spider-Man mm-hmm. illustration for my son, and I finally f- figured it out. And then I contacted him, and he did a, a wonderful pinup for um, uh, the uh, for the comic. And if you scroll, we'll go down to the rewards, but if you scroll all the way down a little bit, you can see the two. Uh, the pinups. There's our Baba Yaga pinup, and here is our um, Reggie the Nurse uh, pinup mm-hmm. by uh, Marcus. And if you scroll up, that's our Baba Yaga uh, pinup. So yeah, that's and those too. yeah, and those will li- those will live at the end of the book. Um, I put a splash of color into um, the, uh, so into the awesome. comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's go ahead and start breaking down some of these tiers. Sure. Uh, these are all listed on the side for everyone. I did put that link in the, the comments, so be sure to check this out with us. And of course, if you are interested and able to, be sure to back. But if you're unable to back, just sharing this campaign on your Twitter, on Facebook, gets the word out. You might have a friend who would like this. So starting right off, we are at the rewards, the deluxe digital. You can get the first issue, um, one, two, and three uh, digitally uh, for $10, but you can get the, the third issue for five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Underneath that, we have uh, the Graders Edition, which is for fifteen dollars. You get uh, one, two, three PDF plus a hundred plus page process packet. Issue three physically is uh, coming in at nineteen dollars, and then the rare variant for only five bucks more is going to get you the Art uh, Novar. Did I say that right? Art Nouveau. Nouveau. I was close. I was close. Pronunciations <laughs> are not my strong suit. Uh, but you're also able to get the Kickstarter exclusive uh, with that same price tier as well. And then uh, yeah. two issues, number three, uh, uh, which are uh, the uh, the main cover and the variant for 39. Two issues, number three, which are going to be uh, the the main character and then the other variant for 39 as well. And then mm-hmm. all three issues for 59. So that that's a pretty neat tier, offering uh, the two variants plus the main. Plus, mm-hmm. uh, um, do you get the digitals? With, yeah, the digitals with this as well. Plus, you get 200 pages of digital. Yeah, let's go. And you get uh, 10 uh, indie uh, digital comics thrown in. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that. That's thrown in, thrown in to boot, you know? Yeah, that's so. such a crazy amount of, uh, that, that, that is, uh, that's, <laughs> like, that's a year's worth of reading right there almost, right? <laughs> so right here's uh, the physical catch up uh, for uh, 59. That's going to get you issues one, two, and three uh, all physically. The physical catch up with the Art Nouveau variant for 59 uh and then also with the you can get all the variants um including issues one uh and two uh for uh, 79 so that was another interesting tier as well every issue value pack 20 bucks off so yeah you really are uh stretching it out for the consumer with the with these tiers it feels like and this next one's pretty cool the nightmare theater 2 you get three turner family terrors plus 160 page trade paperback for under a hundred bucks so that is fun and i'm super proud of that that's the first anthology that i've submitted to no no um, that's awesome I, yeah i read nightmare theater one and i was just like i gotta be in the next one and so i contacted them and and we were able to 
we put a really messed up story in there. <laughs> um, our next tier is our Easton Hawk collector's tier. We've got two po signed posters by Easton along with the two uh, comics that he did the covers for, mm -hmm. um, plus the digital rewards. Um, the cameo illustrations are great. We So far, we've I counted yesterday, we've illustrated 25 backers into uh, the uh, pages of Turner Family Terrors. Mm -hmm. We had like 16 in the first issue, six in the second, and so far we have three or, or so in third. And that's always fun to uh, talk with fans and put them in some sort of messed up yeah. situation. Yeah, that's awesome. A zombie or like a college student who's getting ripped ripped in half. Um, and then I get to play with it too. I one one fan got to had a had a speaking line and got to say an f bomb in the comic. It <laughs> uh, really doesn't get any better than that. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, I threw my sister in the comic without her knowing about it. So just little things like that. Just having fun mm -hmm. with. Uh, and then uh, you can be an executive producer of the comic. Um, we also do behind the scenes um, videos. Um, we did, we're, this is gonna be our third video and um, you can be executive producer of that as well. Um, and then every year I do a weird one with my daughter where she cuts mm -hmm. my hair. <laughs> and a couple, a couple of years ago, she was five. And so she was cutting my hair and it was like a total dumpster fire. It was hilarious. Oh no. And then, no, but it was great. You know, we have so much fun. We live stream it with our uh, backers. Mm -hmm. And so uh, then when she was six, we did a mohawk. Like we had like a specific idea and that, that came out really well. And then now she's seven. So we, I don't know if she, if we should blindfold her or if she just give her, I'll just give her the, the clippers and she just shave it all off. I don't know. We're going to do, we maybe have to like make maybe it. Maybe let her get an eyebrow or something. I don't know. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good All right. idea. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do something. Um, and then we've got uh, our add-ons. Mm -hmm. Everyone can get uh, different variations of the comic. And pick, pick up a new one or pick up an additional one. Yeah. We have like eight original copies of uh, issue uh, issue one right now. Our first print run. Um, we only have eight left, and so I'll we'll, we'll be doing a, a second printing of issue one. But okay. right right now, if you want to pick up a, a, one of our last eight of our however many we did three hundred or plus or whatever our run from three years ago um that is the thing it's very sentimental for me like i see in my issue ones they're almost they're gone and it's mm -hmm. a great thing yeah but it's like but it's i guess time to do print and run too um, so uh the big why give us a breakdown of that so the big why and i was talking about this earlier it's it's kind of like um you know, me being able to tell my story and me being able to bring uh, my anecdotes of, you know, joy and, you know, just 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 being able to to, to tell the stories that I want to tell. Mm -hmm. um, but then also layering on top all the fun uh, genres and tropes that I love with comic books and films. 
Um, but really it's at the heart of it, it's about a family. And, and like I was saying earlier, it's been fun to hear people um, tell me that that's resonating with them. And every now and then I get to send an artist a picture of me and my family as a reference mm -hmm. for something that I want them to do. And this was a pinup that was done by uh, Dylan Campbell, who's an illustrator for a great book called Scared by the Bell. And <laughs> he did this uh, pinup and I was just able to send him one of my favorite awesome. fam family photos of us, my daughter looking all cute as hell there. And, you know, and then him, I just like turn him into Turner family, the Turner family and like, come up with something interesting so um yeah there's that and then a little bit of the timeline in the shipping was there any uh this is what the preview of issue one yeah so that's that's issue one we get to see some yeah i, I we kind of went over it a little bit yeah well we, some... we we can do uh i'll put it in a link if anyone's interested they could always check it out there uh yeah. how much of a, a preview does it offer um, we have like maybe, we don't want to be too spoilery, mm -hmm. so it's mainly just kind of a taste of pages from the book to get a sense. I gotcha. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then some some of the same uh, uh, pre uh, preview pages from of issue three uh, uh, down there uh, as well. So I'm um, trying not to spoil too much. Uh, it looks I'm trying, but it looks so good. I can't wait to dive into it. I love this so uh, much too. Yeah, that was a Technicolor dream that we did for issue two, and <laughs> um, it starts so sweet with her with rainbows and unicorns, <laughs> and then uh, and then in typical uh, Turner family terrors <laughs> that fashion, um, it all goes to hell, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it's. No, it doesn't end well and for uh, <laughs> for little Sophia. So, uh, Robert, for anyone yeah. that is uh, on the fence of backing, um, you know, you got, what, 45, 46 hours to go. Uh, they're on the fence of backing. What would you like to say to them directly to kind of help push them over that fence? Well, I would just say that the story is super fun and... Um, it's a comic, so it's, it's lighthearted and I, I, I want to just bring, uh, some humor, uh, to the horror genre. And so it's, it's a good time. It's a good, uh, entertainment experience. And, uh, the art is, is beautiful. Our covers, uh, we really went, uh, the extra mile and, and, and work with some fantastic artists to have mm -hmm. some really beautiful covers, including our Art Nouveau um, variant cover and our Cthulhu Attacks um, Kickstarter exclusive. Yeah, that was gorgeous var too. Variant, um, and then I we've got some fun cross promotions uh, with us in the Savage Sasquatch campaign, um, and then I would just say that you know I'm a Kickstarter guy, like that's where I get my comics. And so when I go to Kickstarter, I, I'm looking for fun, unique stories, but I'm also looking for a, a cool Kickstarter experience mm -hmm. and having like some fun, you know, added value thrown in. So we've surpassed four stretch goals and we've got uh, another one coming up and we've got a, you know, a preview of issue four 
um, which is which will be a lot of fun um, to dive right into uh, yeah. the next issue and you not know, have to wait a long time for that. Um, and then just continue to add value. We unlocked our uh, indie, bo- indie uh, bonus bundle. Mm-hmm. So every new backer gets 10 um, indie digital comics. Uh, if you back us on, even on a digital level for 10 bucks, you'll get 88 pages of Turner Family Terrors, all three issues. So I, I just wanna, Shit, you know, I just want to have a big party. Yeah, on uh, on Kickstarter for a month because I because that's what I enjoy. That's what I enjoy um, getting books that are unique and ones that you can't find at your local comic book shop. And I also love the Kickstarter experience where I can interact with creators mm-hmm. and help them you know, reach their funding level and make their books. So that's awesome. So, so yeah. So go, ch- go check it out. Turner family <laughs> terrors. We have less than 48 out. We have like 46 hours or something left. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's so, go. So, uh, yeah. before we officially wrap things up completely, Robert, uh, I do, you know, I realize this is one of those shows where you can, you know, sell your book as much as you want, but, in the end, a lot of indie creators are watching it, and they're they're hopefully learning something from it, you know? Okay. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, for anyone that's kind of struggling to get their book off the ground, they're struggling just to get their idea, maybe it's a script, maybe it's a, it's a book idea, but they're just having trouble just getting started with it. What type of advice would you give them to help them kind of push through that? I'll tell you two things straight off the bat. Um, I was a guy in that exact, exact same situation three years ago, four years ago. I, I wanted to tell some stories, and I was starting down a path um, that has led me to where I'm at today with four floppies and a short story. But like, how did I how did I get from there to here? And I would just say two quick things. Um, I just took a class. I took mm-hmm. a class online. Uh, it was by Jim Higgins, uh, a comic book writing class, and it was a good class. I learned a lot, and it started me down the path. Um, and then I'll repeat something I mentioned earlier. There's a Facebook group called Connecting uh, Comic Book Writers with Artists. Just go to that Facebook group and uh, write a post. Write yeah. a post. Tell them tell them what you are, who you are, where you are in your creative journey. If you're starting out, you can let them know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to them about your budget, and you'll have a dozen, two dozen artists the next day sending you their stuff. And you can hopefully um, be writing uh, your book. The one thing that I will say that I was thinking about this recently that I've learned over this past year, I'll, I'll, I'll give a shout out to anthologies. You know, anthologies are another opportunity for writers to start with something smaller. You know, start with a six page uh, story. Mm-hmm. and start with an artist and do something smaller so it's not a, a huge uh, time commitment and just get out there find anthologies you like um, and don't don't wait around to be asked to come to the party you know like you gotta contact, find it yeah find them contact them on social media email them tell them who you are what you want to do mm-hmm. and um, do some shorts in anthologies to get your foot wet in both making comics, but also uh, uh, crowdfunding. You know, these anthologies, they go to Kickstarter 
And if you've never done a Kickstarter before, you can be a cheerleader for the uh, anthology that you're a part of. And you can be a part of that Kickstarter yeah, experience. That's awesome. I didn't. I never thought about it like that. Without without having to do the page and do Facebook ads, mm-hmm. and do this, that, or the other, you can be a cheerleader and you can root them on. But you can also l- learn the process and and learn that Kickstarter isn't as daunting as it might seem, and um, you'll get a lot of experience. So those are oh yeah. No, I appreciate that. That, that that was some gold. That's gold. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, Robert, I appreciate you coming on here, breaking down Turner family terrors with us and yeah. uh, just everything in between this. There was so much that went into this and man, I cannot wait to get my hands on it. I think I got my hands on the uh, kitchen. I think you had a tier is like the kitchen sink tier. Uh, it was like a, a digital. It was like one through three and then uh, everything. It was like the everything in tier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ki- the digital kitchen sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to get my hands on that. That that, that looks like it's gonna f- pretty much yeah, punch my appetite. Yeah, you'll learn my whole process there, the process behind that, and our like pretty link for the the um the uh, I guess I should have put this in the comments. Well, you probably put a link in there somewhere. Like, uh, tur- so tur- I uh, I'm with Restream. I've been posting yeah. your link uh, in Restream, and that distributes it to Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube at the same time. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we've got our Facebook. Uh, or our um, Kickstarter link. And then also mm-hmm. if you go to turnerfamilyterrors.com, that is just, that's an easy way to remember it. And that can, that'll lead you now to the, uh, to the, to the Kickstarter. And that'll also. Yeah. And I have uh, the, the Kickstarter link. Uh, if the, if you go to the description uh, below, um, you'll find all of Robert's links to uh, Facebook. I think I put uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, maybe Instagram, I think was the other one. Yes, yes. Yes. And then uh, the the Kickstarter link is like right. So the Kickstarter link is actually above your social media links. Cool. Yeah. Well, go check it out. We've yeah, got, guys. Uh, yeah, we got uh, two days left, and the two days are always crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody f- comes out, and it's just a wild roller coaster those last 48 hours and that's what we've started and thank you i want to thank you cody this is yeah. awesome yeah, this has dude. been the one component i've added you know a lot more to this campaign is going on podcasts and live streams and talking with people and does it you know, make I, it a, a better experience for you do you feel oh, like yeah, uh yeah yeah you know there are these like aha moments and one of the aha moments is that i really enjoy this <laughs> and, and and I and it's like no wonder because I'm a talker. Yeah, I yeah. Like, I like to talk, you know. And imagine that going on uh, a podcast and uh, yapping about mm-hmm. my uh, comic is something that would be so much fun. So, uh, <laughs> so hey, I'm a you. talker too. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, uh, I, I, I I just I, I love the uh, the cutting the shit with the boys is pretty much like that's what I try to to. Um, amplify i guess the feeling i'm trying to amplify with these podcasts is like just uh you you and a you and a bro just kind of breaking it down chumming it up and having fun yeah um but guys with that being said it is time for us to wrap things up check out that kickstarter if you're not able to back be sure to share it with your friends because you might know someone who might like it they might back it or they might have a friend who might back as well it's just that chain of social media that is absolutely free to do and it only takes a few seconds, so feel free to do that. With that being said, we are wrapping it up. Rapper, thank you for coming on. Everyone else, have a fantastic Wednesday. But most importantly, guys, keep it geekly.